Two men on a mission down the rabbit hole of the thoughts that keep you awake at 3 a.m. Welcome to Dose of Dysfunction. Welcome to another episode of Dose of Dysfunction. I am your life coach, and I am here with the resident redneck. Howdy, y'all. Brock, how are you today? Good. Got a lot of shit done today. Mm, glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was new. I don't normally get a lot of shit done on Sunday. Uh, you don't just, like, spin your wheels? Most of the time, yeah. yeah. I guess I accomplished a few things. Dude, everybody says you spin your wheels. Or normally I spin them until they catch traction, and I go way too fast and slam into the fucking wall. I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. Right? Yeah. No, I always feel unaccomplished, even if I accomplish a bunch of stuff, because it's never quite as much as I wanted to get oh, done. it's never enough. Right? So then I'm just, yeah. I to be honest with you, I'm really surprised that I, I brewed a pot of coffee this morning. Like, made it to the point where I was like, oh, I got time for this. <laughs> right? The I've had that. That's a lot of weekends. You get the cup. I'm brewing. It's no problem. I'll get it, though. And then it's like. Oh, yeah. And then like 10 o'clock at night, you're like, son of a bitch. The coffee pot's still on. You walk in there and it's it auto shut off. But the fucking full, co- full pot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. You forget all about it. You're like, whoops. Guess I didn't need that. Right. Or so in my travels today, I was thinking about this. If you started a cult, <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. What what would be the foundation of your cult? Like, what would you do? What would be your cult? I think we kind of talked about this with the whole. Uh, um, yeah, we did with society get- of fucking fuckery. Yeah, well, there was a little bit, but that was a little bit more of a, a political question, and it was. Then we had the gambling where we talked about running like illegal oh, yeah. gambling. Oh yeah, but that's not a cult. I mean, I don't. I necessarily don't understand what a, a cult entails. Well, a cult typically entails people blindly following a personality, for the most part, to the point where they worship that personality like a deity. So that. That leader is beyond just being. <laughs> we already have this problem. We're both parents. No, no, no. We no. we have blind followers already. This could get dangerous. Not <laughs> well. That's the thing. Not your kids. Not like <laughs> it's drawing in like other people, and you get them to do regimented things, and they follow these rules. They basically turn over control of everything about them to another person or an organization, being the cult. But typically, it has so some it's like sort a of colony. It kind of, but it has a figurehead, but more so in the way a lot of times it's... Uh, like a religious fucking... There's normally a religion tied to it in some form or fashion. Right. Uh, normally the cult leader... Because I don't see it working without some sort of faith. Yes, you know? there's faith. And typically, in most of the scenarios, the leader, the, the personality, uses it... For his own sexual stuff, it's always geared somehow. It's like you have to give yourself over to this person or do their bidding in some way. Or, well, yeah, because I always kind of thought it was like this we're all gonna get behind this one god or religion or whatever in the hell, and then, um, here, give me you need to sacrifice to me all of your 
all of your money and your clothes and your vehicles, like all your monetary stuff and blah, 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 and then sacrifice yourself and, you know, kill yourself or whatever in the hell. And dude's just like, sweet. I got this guy to follow me and, and I got him to kill himself and now I have all this shit. Like, that's what, you know, I, the whole thing is like an end game for filling their bank account. Well, right. Typically it's somehow monetary, somehow sexual, yeah. like all those things. So by definition, it's a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure of object. Like this uses the cult of St. Olaf. So there's some things. Oh, my God. The cult of what? St. Olaf. That is the big fucking inflatable snowman that is in my front yard. <laughs> well, I think there's another St. Olaf, not the frozen character. But there could be a. Hey, maybe. I don't know. Fuck. Could be a cult of Olaf. Well, I have a shit ton of little girls in the front yard all the time. Well, in in a sense, uh, uh, same thing being uh, in, in certain cults, it, it is like they pick a deity, right? And that's so it may not be an existing personality. It may just be a thought or an idea. Right. But there's still typically in all cults, somebody is the run, puppet master. Yeah, they're, they're the one pulling the strings. Um, the next part of the definition, because it has a few in here, a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. A network of Satan worshiping cults is the example they use. And last but not least, they use a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular personal person or thing, a cult of personality surrounding the leaders. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm kind of out on the cult thing. You gotta want to be in one, and I don't want to lead one. Like that, just to me, is like no, you don't want like juju that I just don't need. Well, like uh, uh, you're talking to the guy who could literally be raking leaves and getting hit with a four foot dick out of nowhere. Like I, it doesn't matter what it is. A Murphy is right there with me. Murphy's law. Okay. Well, so I don't need any other help. I don't need it. I don't need karma to help Murphy fuck me up any more than I already get on a normal basis. Well, you have some like we've had some cults. Uh, there were that were like protecting or a lot of cults go off of the end of the world, right? They use that. It's the end oh, times. Yeah. That's like the yeah, hook, yeah. the catch. It draws these people in. And sometimes the leaders are so devout to this idea that we end up with like mass suicides. Yes. You, I, well, and I've seen that, like they do that in all the TV shows. That's the one they, they do. do, but there there's actual ones that have happened uh, where they have massively like you probably, well, you're too young. I, I don't remember if it was the seventies or eighties, but <laughs> It was even when I would be too, but you had like Jones, the Jonestown massacre, Jim Jones created his own cult and these people. And a lot of times these cults, they live in places like they build these communities and you have to follow all these rules. I mean, small community area, like rural areas where one nut job gets a hold of enough people that are under a rock. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I mean, to, and not to comment on the religions, but a lot of people consider like Scientology a cult because you sign over basically all your rights to this, you know, you give them control of you, so to speak. Um, a lot of people consider Mormonism a cult because they have 
things well, that are paid dividends to the church and all that. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. You got tithings and there's certain things they have to do and certain expectations as a member beyond just showing up and, right, you right. know, participating. Because as, as most other religions, it's come and go as you please. Yeah. Like it, it, nobody's going to fucking, you know, chase you down and hit you with some sort of tax bullshit for not paying into the church and then be like, Oh, you didn't donate. Well, well it's going to make you feel bad. <laughs> I, I like them. liken them to a, like a communal, um, multi-level marketing scheme or a communal pyramid scheme. Right. You know, you got the one guy, he goes, he's, he recruits however many, and he makes them go recruit however many in that, you yeah. know, and it all funnels back up to him. And yeah, there, there's been, Several. Well, I mean, Waco, they, the Branch Davidian, that was considered a cult. Um, it, and it normally does. Normally, it's people who are... Um, it's sex-driven morons that lead these fucking things. Yeah, but they think they're a god. And so there's a level of that where I'm sure it, it's... That's the fucked part, too, because they think they're a god, but they got you believing in some other god. And then they kill you off, and that they, oh, I played God. And it's like, God, fucking morons. Well, and here's my other thing, too. If you're stupid enough to dive fucking face first into a cult, then by all means, you're stupid enough to murk yourself for some God that's never even been fucking proven or, I mean, in any way, shape, or form. No, you're a fucking idiot. Either get out of the cult or fucking die in the cult. I don't, like, I'm out. I'm a fuck care. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> well, we want to say that, but you can make arguments on the cult thing to. I'm only in a toe line here to <laughs> politics, and I won't go to <laughs> our politics. But think of it in the the way that, um, well, in a lot of like fascist countries or dictator led countries, the leader is treated as a as, oh, as a god as a god, and yeah. his. There's always those who rebel against it, right? But their followers, it's like being in a cult. I mean, they're basically they. Well, I mean, and in in that situation, though, I mean, don't they have you either follow or you get out? Yeah, like you they, you're, they, you're or they kill you, right? They just have control of it. Where like a cult in the U.S., they I mean, can't. Kind of like the Taliban. Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of a cult all in themselves. Here, we're gonna strap C4 to your ass crack, and you're gonna go over there and blow it up. <laughs> You know, sacrifice for the cause, for the greater good or whatever. And well, yeah, you could make that and they, they have, you know, their own set of rules. I mean, you're you're bordering on what they are. Typically, if you think of them in the terms of like where we are around where we live. Yeah, they're, they're small groups, typically highly religious and right. You and know, small. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was the like, I would say the sect of. uh Mormons who were, uh, oh, what's the the word? Having lots of wives, polygamists. Oh yeah, yeah. The polygamy version of that you could consider those communities as cultish, right? Because of look, I'm telling you right now, those guys are fucking stupid. Because if you sign on for more than one woman, like if you're gonna get married to and have children with more than one woman, you're a fucking nut job in the first place. Mine throws me enough fucking curveballs. I don't need a second one. I sure as hell don't want to have to pay double the fucking bills. 
Well, I don't know. And they're going to have to get really good with seeing each other because we're one roof here. All right. I'm not, I'm not playing this multiple you're households. Not, you're multiple, not buying the multiple rents. No, fuck that. I'm out. You're not spending one night at each house. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine fucking that one up? I mean, it would all it would all be good. Like when it comes to a sense of this time of the month, I get to go over here and then switch back, right? Like you would have that. Obviously, you would have to have a routine. But I would get blown up by one on my phone from the other. While you know, when I was with the other one, it, I mean, it would be a constant fucking. I would hit myself with a bus. Well, that's this is ridiculous. How do you root for two kids on two different football teams when they're playing each other? You stand right at the 50-yard line, paint yourself blue on one side, red on the other, and you put each wife on each side of you? <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. Fuck that. You, Those motherfuckers are mentally deranged. Well, so you could take this out of polygamy. I need two fucking wives. That's the stupidest fucking thing. I don't care who you are. That is dumb shit. Tell me what man ever wants to be in trouble twice. Well, that's the thing. Typically, typically these men are so mentally abusive in a form that they've broken these people uh, down. I guess that's true. To where they would never voice that displeasure with you anyway. Right, right. You either get with it or get in the basement well, for a week. <laughs> who knows? I mean, it could be. <laughs> but... I, you know, but I, I don't know. See, I couldn't do that because I just wouldn't. I'm not looking to make people bend to my will all the time that want like, you know, I want people to just yeah, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Right. Right. So that's why I don't think I, I couldn't do the polygamy thing because I would I would be in that scenario of you. I would give them all the power and I'd be like, oh, man, I fucked this one up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, Tabitha is mad at me. For this, and Tammy's mad at me for that, and we're like, "Oh fuck, you're a shit crick twice with no fucking no paddle or canoe at this point." But you can't do this because that one gets mad. But if you do the opposite of that, the other one gets mad. You're gonna be in <laughs> fucking Chinese handcuffs with yourself, right? But now you think of some of these other cults, like, and how they it's. Uh, I would tell you anybody who joins has some sort of mental health issue, but some of them get so brainwashed, like they that family members literally have to kidnap them back. Well, yeah, there's still some people out there that believe Epstein killed himself. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, but no, and I've seen it's a Sherlock Holmes or Sherlock syndrome or something like that or whatever it is. I don't know what the fucking name I. I'm probably way wrong, but I, I was like Sherlock syndrome. I can't remember. Well, that's the short guy one, isn't it? Oh, you're talking about Fucking the syndrome camera. where people like become like loyal to their captors. Yeah. Like, uh, um, Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. See, I knew it was close, but I was like, fuck, I know that's not right. Yeah, no. Uh, Stockholm I went syndrome. fourth grade twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Didn't pass it either time, so I quit. Yeah. Did you know? So. There's a lot of people actually around this area, but in most, they call them gypsies, regardless. Oh, of yeah, name. gypsies. They're the they're fun ones to talk about. <laughs> oh, fuck, they're wild. Oh, well, yeah. Most of the 
most of the boys they get pulled out of school at I think it's like fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. And then it's working for dad and or working for the family. Like that's how well, you because they just need to know how to speak English or like whatever the you know, they just need to be able to communicate for the most part. And you normally have all that done by the time you're in sixth grade or whatever. Right. And then it's they learn their their craft, so to speak. But going back to Colts, I mean, wouldn't don't you think it would be fun? To have a cult. And it wouldn't have to be even on the level of. Not necessarily because it's too much. I mean, for me, that's like way too much deceit. Like I'm a pretty evil little motherfucker all the time. But <clears throat> I had no way, shape or form want anybody to like, oh, we're going to do this because. Because I dreamt it up and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm good. I don't need any of that shit. Well, like, like, so, like, you had, like, Charles Manson, right? He brainwashed those people so much that, A, got them to, to kill for him. Yeah. And to, you know, do whatever he wanted them to do in his trial or that. I mean. Right. He had that kind of control. But I think of it, and it'd be more fun if you could garner that kind of control over people to get them to just do dumb stuff. It wouldn't be about marching the women out for sex or, you know, it would be, uh, it would be that idea of I'd want to run a cult and I'd make them all like door to door salesmen for random household items. (laughs) (laughs) That would be good. I think, um, what would be better is like a random household, uh, lemonade stand type of thing. Like you get them a little enclosed trailer, right? Park it there <laughs> next to the sidewalk. And then they go out and they set random items on a table and sell them to people as they walk by or run by the green belt or whatever. The like lemonade stand type, th- you know. I'll take that one step further. It would be more fun, I think, to set the lemonade stand up, but not set it up towards the street. Set it up facing somebody's door. Have them in all one color clothing, top to bottom, shoes, everything, one color, pick your color. And have them just standing, staring at these people's doors all day. And then tomorrow, (laughs) it's the next house down, right? You know, you leave to go to work and there's just this person standing out there with lemonade, whatever. Right. Standing there, staring at your door. You walk out and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, they don't talk to you at all. They don't give you a sales pitch, anything, just lemonade, whatever, 50 cents, you know, sitting there, has the stuff, holds the cup up, right? Even hands it out, but doesn't talk the whole time. And then you get home and they're still there. And then in the middle of the night, they move (laughs) over to the next house. Yeah, that would be pretty good. But I, you know, the, what would be funnier is if they like took the hubcap off of dude's car and then we're selling hubcaps. But they only had the one hubcap in stock. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, Colts don't... I would rather run something like a job. You know, like the the SOFF. I mean, if I could have just a little army of fucking midgets and pay them whatever to run around and do all this fucked up shit, great. You know? But that also implies that there's an income to it, which... I mean, black market gnome prices might skyrocket. 
you know. But I don't know. Not not a big fan of the cult thing. What? See, I I think once you had that power, you would. It wouldn't take you long to get into it. What do you want on a Saturday? You wake up, like you just roll out of bed and they've got your duck hunting gear already. You know, you just step into it. They hand you the thermos of coffee and that. You know, your guns are already clean, prepped, loaded. Everything you have, it's loaded in the truck. You literally get out of bed, take a piss, walk right into your clothes, have all that stuff, walk out to the truck. They drive you out to the spot. See, this is where I want a group of minions. <clears throat> but they're funnier to laugh at. You kick them across the fucking room if you really need a good joke or fucking, you know, just the, the amount of shit that you could come up with minions. But I feel like that's way better than full of people that you have to convince that you are the biblical. Well, part of the beauty know. is, is you find one other, one or two other people in there and they're your closest, then they go out and do it for you. You have them so brainwashed that they deliver the message. They, they right, do all your eventually bidding. Eventually you have to baffle everybody with bullshit enough to the point where they still believe you. Cause I mean, yeah, the, yeah. even the best brainwashed people can be like, yeah, but what about that one thing I just seen over there? Like they. But they don't. Then it all that, goes to shit. That's what makes Colt so amazing is very rarely does anybody get that. And even when one does, they get, like, banished from the cult, right? Nobody will. They just cut them completely out of their lives. They just cut them off. See, that's that's also the thing about cults is they anytime that starts to fester, they boot them out. Nope. Can't have that. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> they always typically end badly. I don't know, but I'm just trying to think of it. And you wanted to fuck with some people. You wanted to have a cult for a day. What would you do if you created a cult? What would you do? And you obviously would not not enjoy any part of it. I would let it. them all go. <laughs> I would be like, you are free. <laughs> yeah, free range idiots. Uh-huh. Then follow the next guy. So yeah, when I you mean, do that, when you, you be the one you want. <laughs> that pulls them in to keep them from. I just, I don't know. I mean, it seems like way too much shit that I don't want to deal with. You're like, I, I do not want to work this hard. It, no, I yeah, exactly. I mean, because no matter what, there's still a level of work that you have to put in to, again, I mean, even if you go to the Bible, God didn't just get to fucking. And everything was the way it is. Like it, you know, there was on this day and on this day and on this day. And then he had to plague the whole fucking place and light the grenade and put them all on a boat. And, you know, I mean, there's way more work there than than need be. You don't right? want to get people out to a little farming community in the little middle well, I'd of love nowhere. To have people come out and work on the farm for free. Yeah, that'd be well, great. There's your cult. You could make that. But that doesn't do me any good in the wintertime. And they show up and they're like, what do we do? Like, Fuck, I don't know. But <laughs> I don't need you here because I'm going to do some illegal shit while I can. You know, like, I have time. I'm going to burst some moonshine. Stay out of the fucking barn, would you? They brew it for you. You could have your whole, you could have the cult. Of potato shine, <laughs> dangerous. Again. Boom! Fuck! I need three more people now. <laughs> well, that they would have 
died with the ultimate sacrifice. Great. You're like, yeah, making my moonshine. Great. Now I have to bury them. Well, not if they explode. Great. Now I have to figure out how, what do you, what do you do? You are no good at being. Now a... I gotta go in there and, and fucking soap and water everything that's covered red. I mean, you know, it's not gonna explode the whole place. It's just gonna make the bomb big enough to separate their body parts and fucking sprinkle them around the barn. You're gonna be like, oh, fuck. Get Jebediah in here. We <laughs> gotta clean this mess up. <laughs> this is just not worth it, man. I just, there's too much shit that could go wrong. Then I'm that crazy fucker everybody's looking at. Like, oh, he runs that cult south of town. No, I don't want to be that guy. No? No, because then nobody will come near you. You can't, like, you. I wouldn't be able to go to the bar. Everybody would leave. No. And while you would think that that's great, but if you've been in the bar by yourself, nobody else is there. It's a little, like daunting it's depressing i don't know i just don't want yeah i'm out i don't don't want anything to do with cults i'm like yep nope good brock's not a cult leader no that disappoints me i think we could have a really badass cult i mean i could maybe be like second in command but that would be about it and brainwashing people would be pretty difficult for me (laughs) i'm like yeah do whatever you want man i don't care (laughs) I think it'd be easier for you than you think. The minute they started doing the shit you wanted to do, wanted them to do, there would be, that's what it is. Cause like absolute power corrupts, right? No matter what, when you started well, it's a, seeing it's people, a Hitler thing. Yeah, it goes, I'm going to be the king of the world. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't, I don't want to be that. Like, that's not me. You, I, I just content. I want to go fishing. Sometimes. You don't want to be king of the world? No. All right. Fair enough. Because you still have to deal with crises or crisis and stuff like that. You know, everybody comes to you. The barn is on fire. I don't fucking know. Put it out. Well, well yeah. Well, we can't. Well, let it fucking burn. I don't, you know, and they're all looking at you like, man, that's kind of not real bright. Yeah, that goes <laughs> to the adage of heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Right. I mean, and I, you can, I mean, obviously, Hitler didn't have much of a fucking compass of any kind. But well, well he he did. He was just very devout to his things. Yeah, his compass. You're also his conscience never really kicked in. Like he shut that motherfucker mm-hmm. off. Well, yeah, he had a definite agenda and got people on. And yeah. then, like anything, though, is the more the more people start doing your bidding without questioning you. The more typically people like it, it's like, oh, this is kind of nice. They just do whatever the hell I tell them to do. And right. it, what screws them at the end is nobody ever knows when to turn it off, right? There's right. They can't just stop. Yeah, you can't. There's the level where it, well, it becomes an addiction. I mean, the power itself is so addicting. Right. Well, I think you're missing out on on being a cult leader. You could have it be the cult of beards and make him do it only in one way. Yes. I I mean, wouldn't it be fun to convince a whole bunch of people 
to dress up in tiaras and do like flash mobs in weird places and have them you be do that now just because it's fucking normal yeah but they want weird. views and stuff what i'm saying is you have them so well orchestrated that you can take this set group of people around and do these things and they're just completely bought in that that's going to get them some spot in heaven right i don't i see and i'm 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 out for the main reason that that would mean that i have to follow my own like strict you know code of stuff granted i could change it whenever the fuck i want just off whoever doesn't get behind it but you know i mean i have a conscience to the point where it's like no you should go live your own life with you know like i don't want to be in control of that and when shit happens i don't want to be the guy who's like fuck now we got to report the dead guy you know or now we got to hide a body you know or doesn't rain this year. Well, I can't make it rain. Oh, you're not the god we bought into. Oh, fuck. Great. Here we go. You know. Well, no. You know how they turn that around? It's you as the disciple. Yeah, you they... didn't do what you were supposed to do. Yeah. I. I you didn't appease no. the gods in the way they needed to be. <laughs> I would rather. I would much rather have a group of people willing to do you know fight for the same thing but everybody have that same opinion about it more like a facebook group <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're talking you're like no more like a you know a community mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a yes, community exactly. with like-minded values but yet their own personalities that aren't yeah. squashed aren't held back yeah yeah like i don't want them to change their entire world around i just want them to go duck hunting on saturday you know or (laughs) whatever it might be i don't i just want them to be close so i can go sledding (laughs) exactly exactly all right well since you're a horrible cult leader (laughs) yeah um, why don't we do a, you got a Florida man? I do. I have a, maybe uh, click the fucking button. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, deputy cleared for shooting naked man armed with crossbow who claimed aliens were after him. <laughs> it would only be better if he was riding a dinosaur. You know the funny part about it? Like, they have his mugshot here. And his his eyes are looking at the camera, but his nose is looking at, like, the exit sign. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, wham! <laughs> it goes straight left. Wonder if the cops did that? No, it doesn't look, like, freshly broken or anything like that. It just looks like it goes the other fucking well, direction. So I do have a, a question to that. So, okay, so the cops cleared of shooting him. Obviously, he was armed and stuff, saying he was yeah, being... Yeah, he had a crossbow. Well, right, but he said he's being chased by aliens. My, my question here would be, did he think the cop was an alien and point the crossbow at him or try to shoot him? I don't know. They have a mugshot of him, so I'm going to guess they didn't have to shoot him. Well, it just... your title Unless says this was, is an old mugshot, I I'm not sure. Well, your title said he was cleared of shooting the <clears throat> dude with the... I'm gonna and maybe shot him in the ass or something. I don't know. Took him out. I want to know what a little bit what here. drugs he was on because those would be some amazing. <laughs> what if he was really being chased by aliens? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's you're against that deal. I don't. I believe in aliens. Oh, is it? No, it's ghosts. You it's don't ghosts. Okay. If he said he was being <clears throat> chased by spirits, no. It says a Santa Rosa, a Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office deputy has been cleared of wrongdoing after he shot and wounded a naked man who aimed a crossbow at him. Okay. And other deputies, as they attempted to arrest the man for barricading himself inside a house. Oh, okay. Makes a little more sense. Sheriff's Office deputies received a 911 call October 20th from a man who said his son, 26-year-old Glenn Phelps, uh, was under the influence of narcotics and had threatened to shoot him at his home. According to a Florida Department of Law Enforcement report released Wednesday, the father arranged to meet deputies at a convenience store but never appeared, according to the report. Later that morning, the father called 911 again and said his son had locked himself inside their home on Highway 4 in J and wouldn't let him inside. Deputies responded, and the father again told them that Phelps had threatened to shoot him with a crossbow. (laughs) After several hours of unsuccessfully trying to get Phelps to exit the home. Four deputies entered the home and heard Phelps state he was armed and dangerous. There's a good thing to tell the police when they break into the house. Right? Yeah. Um, They're not looking to shoot Boise. anybody at that point. Well, in Boise, you're fucking dead before they even get in the house if you tell them you're armed and dangerous. Yeah, you're they're, like, dead. they're like, sweet. <laughs> Kill yeah, shot, right? Target practice. <laughs> um, it's open season, boys. After they entered into the home, they observed Phelps naked and armed with a crossbow, which he aimed at deputies, according to the report. Deputy Kevin, oh God, we're, we're going to call him Kevin D. Kevin D. <laughs> uh, told. FDLE investigators, he was in fear for his and the other deputies' safety when he shot and wounded Phelps in the right armpit. Sounds like he should be on the Boise PD. I was going to say. Fucking right armpit? Are you serious? (laughs) Maybe I said he was holding the fucking gun over there. He's trying to take out his shoulder or something. I I don't know. Didn't you shoot him in the knee? Like, Well, that's my thing. Shoot him in the junk. That'll fucking, A, does two things. He's not reproducing. Okay, so that's seen there's no procreation there. And uh, it's gonna defuse the situation pretty fucking quick. This is true. Um and other deputies say, okay, blah blah blah. All right, armpit. Phelps dropped the crossbow and was ad- <clears throat> administered treatment by deputies and then EMS. So yeah. I'm gonna guess he shot him in the armpit or in the arm to try to get, you know, yeah. crossbow. So good on him for not just putting one in his fucking head. Well, right. He he you know. was doing the let's not mortally wound the guy. Let's this comes down to that some cops aren't bad. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I I well, it, most things come down to training. So was he actually trained to shoot to disarm, not to kill? Right. You know. That right. 
that makes much, much more sense. Nonetheless, though, it uh, it's nice to see that there was a an armed naked man. <laughs> so, <laughs> to me, the Do more... Do you remember? I think it was like... Fuck, I want to... I was still in high school, so it was over 10 years ago. Uh, the guy who held himself up with a hairdryer, and they fucking put uh, more holes in that house. It looked like a block of Swiss cheese. I actually think I do remember that. They actually structurally damaged the house with the amount of ammunition they pumped into this house. Killed the guy. But you can't stand on your front fucking porch with anything in the shape of a gun and aim it at anyone. Right. That's, you know, and typically that's suicide by cop. But at the same time. Yeah. At the same time. Why, as a police, do you need to unload an armory into somebody's That's house for thing. one guy? That's my thing. Look, I, I'm not the greatest shot in the world and don't claim to be, but I tell you what, if somebody aims something at me, I'm probably already fixed on them, and it's probably going to be a couple shots. Boom, boom, boom. You know, something, it's not going to be... Fucking unload a magazine, reload a magazine, unload that magazine, drop the gun, grab a different one, unload that magazine. Yeah. And I remember they pumped like, fuck, I think they called it like 37 magazines into this fucking front porch area. They took out windows in the back of the fucking house. They put that many fucking holes in it. They went in, found a body. I don't know if it if he got hit, fell down the stairs. You mean or whatever, found the Swiss cheese? No, he'd only been hit like six times. Oh my god, that's pathetic. And the fucking house then had to be torn down and rebuilt because they structurally damaged the fucking house. I also vaguely remember it being dark and everything else, but I mean, for fuck's sake. At that many bullets coming out of the end of guns headed for this house, there should have been enough fucking flashlighting off of the end of these barrels that you could see your fucking target. Like, oh, for Jesus. That place should have looked like the 4th of July. Yeah. Again, the, what it I lit say... up like my house on Christmas. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it was what... more lit than Aunt Jolene at a family reunion, all right? Whatever happened to the... <laughs> Less lethal alternatives of the shooting people with rubber bullets, beanbag guns. See, and I, I come down to the, okay, we should always try less lethal, right? We should always start that way. But as soon as somebody divulges that they have a fucking gun with them, whether they point or even something that looks along those lines, at that point, let's save as many lives as possible and go lethal and kill one. Had there been anybody else in this house, they would have been deader than a motherfucking right. doornail. Well, that's part of where I go to is you obviously had multiple cops. So oh, yeah. some of those showing up, I understand the patrolman having live rounds because he may be the only one there. The only one to right. have to protect himself or others. Right. Okay, that's fine. But some of the guys that show up in this process, why aren't why isn't there a training of these guys show up with the left le- less lethal and then you have armed behind them so they take the first shots you know because at that point if you're barricaded in a house and it's just the cops you've moved everybody in the neighborhood you've gotten people out of their houses yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you're to you're to a point where you can have a couple 
trained snipers mm-hmm. there, and you can have guys with less less lethal options because everybody else is behind some sort of armor or you know. Yeah. Well, and I think the, and I don't remember because this is a long time ago, but I think there was like the whole reason they were there was because of some report of shots fired or some shit. And then he stepped out onto the front porch with obviously what wasn't a gun, but you can't tell that shit in the dark. No, and I, I'm not going to argue that point of yeah. it. My, my <clears throat> point is is you have it to a level where they're barricaded in and stuff. This isn't somebody wholly having a, a shootout out of right. their front. You know, they're not. Right. They it, A, they haven't shot. They haven't fired anything since the police have been there. Right. You know. It's not like as everybody rolls up, they're taking shots. Okay, yeah. this guy's only coming out of the place one way, right? Right. You know. Here's the other thing that I get to, and I, I'm a big advocate for going less lethal. The same point in time, they've shot and killed people on drugs that it took them ungodly amounts of ammunition to actually stop these people. And PCP is that... Oh yeah, one drug that's like you could shoot him six times in the heart. His body's in motion. He's in motion. Oh, you know, yeah. I've seen the videos of the guys that they hit with tasers. You know, and they just four come back out of themselves. Yeah, this guy with the taser, (laughs) and they're all just like holding on to the buttons, and he's like, "What the fucking get this shit off me?" Yeah, exactly. Or the guy that they hit with a bean bag out of a shotgun, and he's see. Just like, I want to see somebody get hit with a bean it's, bag. It's not fun. Oh, I'm sure it's not. It's not meant. You didn't to watch Jackass? Yeah, it's been a Where long they, time. They have the like. I, I mean, live. I want to watch somebody live get hit with a bean bag. Yeah, and it's impressive. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> we, sure it is. We uh, we watched one of those deals where it was like, oh, you know, let's lethal, blah blah blah. And it's only less lethal if you're a completely functioning human being with no underlying yeah, issues. If I you're a pacemaker say... and you get hit with a fucking beanbag, oh yeah, you were you were overloading that bitch and you went to the ground dead. That's the same thing. If you tase somebody with a pacemaker mm-hmm. or something, you're you're probably gonna oh, kill yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was some ridiculous story about uh, a highly functioning. We'll do it. Oh yeah. But there was this story, this highly functioning, mentally handicapped kid that got pulled over and his dad went to approach the car, which isn't the brightest idea in the first place. Uh, But he went to approach the car and the police officer, like he was walking up behind the cop. Oh, Jesus. And he pulled his taser and the guy didn't stop and he pulled the trigger and hit him and fucking killed him because he had a pacemaker yeah well how the fuck do you know that you You don't that's that's again why it's called less lethal he went and you i mean he didn't pull out his gun and cap the guy but it was just as deadly to do what he did yeah and i've been on the tour where they show you the room in prison uh where i've been on the the prison tour out here uh with the class i took in college and the actual the the new pin well because yes. we have two. We have the new pin and the old pin. In the old pin, they do tours. Well, no, I mean school. the new, the actual <laughs> housing prisoners pin. 
um, they they took us in there and they showed us the room like if if they have where they have the vests and that and they got beanbag guns and rubber bullets and I mean yeah they're not well because they don't want you know well yeah shit ricochets too in a prison I mean you all not this, only that but you don't want to fucking come in there and Jim Bob the fucking the meth dealer steals your gun away from you and now he's got a lethal gun fuck no you'd much rather get hit with a beanbag <laughs> yeah you, yes you're yeah. going in with batons and yeah right, there's right. there's other things well also too they're in prison I mean outside of maybe a, a fashion prison shank they're not packing guns right i mean right it, it's it's highly unlikely they have something as lethal as you have but right. but it was still kind of see this cool room that was like Ooh, oh what do you got here weapons <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> room yeah. i'll take one of these <laughs> and one of those and what's this do yeah no, I mean, it was just cool to see. One of the other funny things to see was... Oh, my God, we should sign up to get tased. <sighs> I don't know if I want to get tased. <laughs> I, I'm going to put this out there. I was driving a scout car looking for repos. Yeah. You know this story. And uh, I had a flashlight that, that it was police officer grade. That fucking thing was no joke. And you flip it, you flip the switch all the way forward for flashlight, and then you flip it like all the way back and you click a button and it was a fucking taser. Oh yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, it was legit. And uh, I stuck it under my armpit and was looking at a VIN number and it like started to fall out of my armpit. So I reached over and grabbed it and I hit the switch with my, like it slid across my arm. And switched it to fucking tase mode and I grabbed the button and fucking lit my hand up. I was, my hand was not right for a couple days. She oh. was tingly and wouldn't work right. Fucking about peed myself just in sheer shock that I fucking electrocuted the shit out of my middle finger. Oh, man. And that thing was no fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I don't know. I accidentally hit the button in the car the one time. <laughs> Yeah. Just about <laughs> crap my pants. pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the sound of a taser alone is enough to make you go, uh, uh, nope, okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I, I've never been shot, so I couldn't really tell you. But with the sound of a taser alone, I'd almost rather take my chances getting shot. I don't know that I would rather get shot, but... I've been electrocuted a few times. Could answer a lot of questions for people, but <laughs> I, it ceased to fail when I was doing HVAC. Every time there was something sketchy or whatever, they're like, hey, Brock, do this. So I'm like, okay. And next thing you know, it's like, ah, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get it. Uh, oh, one other quick funny story in that tour of the pin, because this was a class on class on the death penalty, but mm -hmm. we got a tour of it. And it was kind of funny. We were in one of the guard towers and, you know, you can through the guard tower, you can see different sections. Right. You know, and they're watching all these guys. And so a couple guys were the guards called it fishing. So we got to kind of sit there for a minute, watch it. They're like, "Ooh, they're fishing. Watch this. And so you got this guy who has something on string. He slides it out from under his door. 
right? And then a guy in another cell is looping something out, trying to catch it and pull it in. And these guards are just sitting there watching, right? And laughing and talking and just watching. Then the guy finally hooks it and pulls it in his room. They're like, go take it away from him. Like four guards rush out there, go to the dude's room and just strip it from him. And it's like, they, and we probably stood there for five to seven minutes watching it as they were fishing. And these, these guys are just sitting there waiting for him to hook it so they could go take it away. But they sat there and laughed at them and watched them do all that work trying to pass whatever they were passing. Knowing and, that it was just about to get snatched oh, away yeah. from them as soon as they thought they were secure. Yep. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I was just like, God, all that work, that would suck. Right. <laughs> you did all that work then to pass Then you get mauled it? by four <laughs> fucking security guards. Right. <laughs> Well, not only that, then the dude who was who passed it out, I'm sure they go drag him out too. You know, they're all right, what do we got going on here? You know? Yeah. But it just it blows me away. <sighs> My uh and I don't know if they still do this, but like you're less um aggressive uh inmates. They used to have a softball league. And my dad used to be on one of the teams that would go play them. Play them. And all of my cut, co- like my dad and all of the cousins and everything were all on this team and they'd go out there and play. And, and the ball players in the pin are no joke fucking badass oh. softball players, right? What else? They got practice every I was fucking say. day, you know? I mean, so. Well, not only that, a prisoner personality is a has to be aggressive so i don't know about that but the guys who play softball you gotta want to be there right and you have it so you take people who would naturally have an aggressive personality because most people who like to play sports and are competitive at it Mm -hmm. they have a fairly aggressive personality so take somebody who's been in who's in prison doesn't just have a marginally aggressive mentality at that point. Right, that's right. That's a pretty hardcore dude. So, and I was talking to my cousin about this and he's like the, one of the creepiest fucking things in the world is when that gate slams behind you and you know, you're burnt at this point. And on top of that, you have a catcher who is feet from an inmate with a weapon. Yeah. I mean, and the bait, the softball bat is a damn good weapon. Oh, yeah. And the bad part about that, too, is like you thinking, oh, we're playing softball. Well, so like one of the guys, my dad was telling me, he goes, yeah, one of the guys we, you know, he played on a league and everything before he got in trouble. So he was out there playing. He was a good ball player and everything else. And uh, my dad was like, yeah, he's playing second or shortstop, one of the two. And I hit the ball and I got onto second. And he was like, you know, you're a damn good ball player. You should come play for us. And my dad's like, yeah, no, I, I think I like playing softball yeah. outside this fucking yard. <laughs> like, how do you recruit guys at that point in time? Hey, man, you should just do a small term, you know, two to five and come <laughs> right. in here and play softball for us. I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> here, let me put that on my resume. Was captain of a softball team in prison. 
<laughs> no shit. I love though that somebody the guy was like trying to recruit him. You're pretty good. Why don't you come play yeah. for us? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I I don't think that I well, don't I think, think I can afford stuff because my dad was like, Yeah, but then where are you gonna play? <laughs> well, good comeback. <laughs> but I mean <laughs> just the, the sheer the sheer like okayness to go out there and play softball, right? Right. First off, you know they're not paying for this sport. You know that the government's paying for this anyways, right? Well, yeah. You're in fucking prison. You shouldn't be allowed to play softball as far as I'm concerned. You're in prison. You were there for a reason. It shouldn't be fun. There shouldn't because I know I don't play recreational softball because it's good for my health. I play it because I'm a yeah, competitive, you know, I want to play ball, win, you know. Well, okay, I'll take you on And the, I do it for fun. Right, I'll take you on the coaching level, though, is if you're actually talking about rehabilitating people, if prison is more than just punishment, but actually to rehabilitate, to actually be able to introduce them back into society and have them being law-abiding citizens, right? Right. Softball would be a good way of teaching them ways to have work with other people. Yeah, work and... with other people, get their aggression out, you know, ways to control those things. But we don't even do that out here anymore. No. Well, uh, yeah, that's Think about it. Every every job that we have out there that's super satisfying to people is work at home. Yeah. Or work, you know, you're by yourself, you're going to work this job by yourself, you know, blah blah blah. There's no fucking team jobs anymore. And the ones that are, are all teaching high school kids how to flip burgers. I mean, if you think about it, too, especially since in in the career path, you don't want to be a good team player. You want to outstand or outshine everybody. So the boss is like, oh, let's give him more money. Right. So, I mean, it's it's always good. To, and this is why I'm a big supporter of, like, putting your kids into sports. You know, and shit like or like music, even because oh, in music you can't, you're nothing without the rest of the band or you know whatever. Unless you're one of the electronic music people, you know the the right but techno that, shit. But even then, you still got to work with people. Yeah, there's there's point. still things that go into that. Yeah, yeah, but most still you have to create anybody doing that that really truly wants to do it also has a social side because they need followers you need people to show up and watch it yeah so there's still an interaction level that they have to have that has to be you can't i know you have your handful that are just total assholes but on the average to create any sort of success you can't be a total asshole you actually have to work with integrate network you right know, right bring people in and you know, again, I'm I'm a big supporter of putting your kids into sports or music or, you know, anything like that, that that makes them become a team player. But after that, once you get out into the real world, you're not worried whether Joe or Frank or Susie gets fucking raised. You're worried about you getting a raise. Then you have the people and that's, you know, OK, you've done good for yourself, but now you need to manage this group of people. Then you're worried about getting Susie a raise or getting Frank a raise or, you know, demoting whoever needs to go wherever, or firing whoever and all that shit. But you're still at that point, not necessarily a team player, because when you go to the, the big boss and you're like, my team excels above everyone else's. 
that's because I led them there, right? So it's always, yeah. it's always, always going to be about yourself. Well, yeah, there's always a level of, um, well, yeah, we're, we always, we're selfish. We're always looking yeah. out for number one, no matter what. We're always, always, always looking out for number one. But at that same time, it's finding a way, it's a balance, and that's what teamwork creates. You can have your leaders within a team and those that aren't. But finding that balance of, I'm looking out for me, but I'm going to take the rest of you with me. Right. Yeah, you. I still say you're looking, uh, when you're talking prison, you're looking a rehabilitation thing. But you have to, there's ways to become a team. I, I, yeah, I get that. People find their roles, but I can take that being back to a cult. That's why cults happen is because you have the, so in most people in life, they, there's this balance you strike, right? Even if you're a dominant or leader type personality, even if you're the big asshole one, you still pull people along with you because you understand, yeah, I still need people. You may alienate a bunch of stuff like that. So it's, it's that balance of leadership to, I still have to have people coming along with me. That's where a cult's the extreme of that, right? Because there's a, there's a lot of people, believe it or not, well, not believe it or not, they don't want to be leaders. They want to oh, follow. They want to be comfortable. They they don't want to worry about those things. They don't have that drive. And if you're a person with drive and a competitive person, you don't get it, right? You just don't because oh, yeah. you're like, how can you be like that? But they, right. they really just want to show up, punch a clock, get their check, go home. But those are also the people who will middle away, even though they're unhappy. They don't want to rock the boat yeah, because they don't want to get outside of their comfort zone. So they'll never say, well, they'll be the team player because they even if they feel like they're not getting paid their value or that because they don't want to get outside of their comfort zone and go look for something else and say, no, I'm worth this or I want this. I, I'm going to go get this. And look, we take it in this country. We totally take advantage of that. That is how corporations are structured, man. The ones willing to go to the top and don't have a problem pulling the masses with them and abusing that, they make it there. The ones who are afraid to speak up or say, no, I'm worth it and show some drive, even if they don't want, you can still have drive and reach a comfortable level and say, no, my drive is to be here, you know? Right. And in being here, I will always perform to the best of my abilities but I'm not looking to be above this, but I'm also not looking to be below this. I'm looking to maintain myself right here. Right. It's a status thing. Right. And so that we can come to Actually, terms with. I think with. it's more of a responsibility thing. Yeah. See, that's why I don't want to be head of a cult. There's too much responsibility for shit. Whereas well, I'm still not comfortable being the guy following the leader. And, and that's fair. So in most everything i've ever done i've been whether i've wanted to or not been put in some sort of leadership role right mm -hmm. it just happens um right most of the time i don't ask for it they're just like ah, eh, he'll do it that's what gets me in the most trouble yeah. is i just don't fucking say no but i at the same time i don't say no because <laughs> i'm okay getting outside of my comfort zone but i also i don't like answering to people so i could do the cult thing yeah, I mean, I, I, you would get corrupted. I it, at some mm. point, I'd probably have to turn it off because I have a conscience. 
Right. It, That's but, the worst part about the cult thing is you're going to fucking hate yourself at some point in time for the things you've done to people who didn't deserve it. But that's why all cult leaders, there's a level of narcissism. See, the difference is, is we're not narcissists. When you're a narcissist, you don't you can't see that in yourself. You can't see that it's like you truly have those beliefs that these people are here to do for me. Well, right. And, and yeah, I don't care. I don't. But don't have that. Well, and there's a level of conscience where you're like, ooh, you actually feel bad if you treat somebody bad. Where when you're a narcissist, you don't. It, right. It, so uh, there's a difference there in the personality. But I, like I said, if I had the cult, it would probably – I actually think I could get a cult to last for quite a while just because I have that level where I'm not the narcissist and I tend to let people do what they want to do. But in that, I think I could find some fragile minds that would I could still take in a direction that benefited me and that was loyal to me. You know, it's finding that way to toe that line. Oh, come on, admit it. Yeah. It would be fun for a while. You're sitting over there. <laughs> I mean, it would be okay for a little bit, but about the time you fucked up just a little bit, you'd be like, oh, no. You're making me oh, feel. Oh, no. Am I doing this to everyone? Oh, God. You know, and then you'd be in there. I need to restructure my whole life. No, that's when you say, <laughs> all right, everybody, get a cup of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Right now. <laughs> all right. You drink first. <laughs> all right. On to my next one. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the ditching this and moving to the next one i've got this week's would you rather pulled up all right perfect and this week's would you rather was pretty uh docile um we're gonna have to shake it up well we went we went a little bit different direction than the normal fucking fuckery uh but uh it, it go it reads here you go you filthy animals because we're in december and god damn it nobody said shit about my reference and i'm really upset at ray because ray didn't comment Oh, this week he didn't catch the home alone reference mm, he didn't even comment like he oh. didn't even like he was just like fuck dose this week fuck him <laughs> he's a filthy animal Dude, um, that's one of the best scenes ever when he gets the pizza and just <laughs> <laughs> keep the change you filthy yeah, animal uh, yeah um it. but he reads here you go you filthy animals would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in your life? And I got, we got three comments and we got one rewind. I think is what Peggy. The, yeah. Peggy was rewind. Uh, my wife was, I want both for whatever reason. That's too much power for any one person. I'm sorry. So I think I found our cult leader. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then I got Jason with rewind to make all the money and I got to give it to Jason for being a little bit more. I was going to say more than a one word. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm really kind of surprised that we didn't have Ray comment or, uh, some of the other ones that normally comment. Yeah. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Maybe it was just, do you think this was too tame? I think this is a great question, by the way. I think it is a great one, too. And I, I will explain my um, my answer here in a second. But I, I do, I think it's a little, um, well, and I also think that the a reason why a lot of people don't answer questions like this one is because they don't want to see the, 
bad side of themselves. Oh, they don't want to incriminate themselves. Exactly. So, with all of that being said, I'm going to pick the pause button. Because, and this goes back to like the superhero thing too. If, you, you know, being Flash. Yeah. You can move at such a speed that you can do things to where people have no idea what the fuck just happened, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that idea. Like you said, the superhero thing, the Flash thing. Um, right. So you hit the pause button, right? And X-nay yourself from a conversation that you don't want to be in. Or, you know, you don't want to be in the office while you're getting reprimanded or whatever. You click pause and next thing you know, you're across the property and you click unpause and everybody's like, wait a minute, what the fuck were we just talking about? <laughs> you know, because they're, where is he? I thought we were just talking to him about this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you come walking in and you're like, oh, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Where have you been? Yeah, <laughs> like totally throw them out like, oh, shit, you know, or the whole like I can click pause, go to the store, get the anniversary present I forgot to get, but that- get home, unpause. And while she's like, you forgot our anniversary, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, no, what are you talking about? It's right here. <laughs> X-Nade Doghouse And I get that you could probably do that with Rewind But here's my problem with Rewind You click the Rewind button, right? And you go back Is your brain still going to be thinking that thing? Like you're going to rewind And all of a sudden it's Tuesday again And you're just like No, I would assume with the way this is posed The idea is if you rewound you You'd know what had happened most right, people so like change it. Most people I'm thinking looking at rewind is um, okay. I get to go back and change. So now I, right. I have the information. Now I can go do something about it. Whereas pause is I can change it in the moment. Yeah. But pause takes some reading of the situation. Like if you're, if you can't read the situation, I think right. pause is great. If you can read the situation where you're like, you walk in and it's, hey, honey, how are you today? And you get a grunt. You hit pause and you go, Fine. <laughs> yeah. Click. Son of a bitch. All right, I got to go get a beer. This is going to be a long night. Right. <laughs> or it's, I got to go through the Rolodex. What did I fuck up? And- right. But where rewind doesn't really help you with that because if you don't know, like you'd have to go all the way through getting your ass chewed till two o'clock in the morning to then go back however many fucking days. And change it. And if it's something that you didn't do, because we've all been in trouble for something right. we didn't do, <laughs> you can't necessarily change that other than maybe make a phone call while said thing is going on. You know what I mean? Like, the, the only thing for the rewind that get that that makes me, you know, figure it out is you could hit rewind... Right, and everything goes back X far, however long you need to go back. Which I've heard of people being in trouble for a lot longer than just a few minutes. So going backwards could be a long deal. <laughs> Here's where I tell you where rewind would be better than pause. And it, the at first blush, I was like, "Oh no, I'd want pause." Right. For a lot of the same exact reasons that you just said, and, and again, I go back to that's because I. 
Well, I think it's because we can both read situations pretty well. Right. I, I'm pretty good at reading a situation. So most of the time when I walk in, even without the pause button, I have an idea of the direction we're about to go. Yeah. So the pause <laughs> button just would would allow me to be a lot more prepared. And then it let me get those things I'd want to say. You know, those things when you walk out of a room, and you're like, God damn it. I wish I would have said right, that. Right. Right. Man, this could have been so much better. Right. Where pause <laughs> would allow me that. But I'll tell you why I think rewind's better. Because rewind could give you a whole different shift in how you approach your life over pause. In this, I would go through every single scenario with the most brutal honesty I possibly could, knowing I could rewind it. And be nicer the second time around. (laughs) Well, but it would... um, It would get you, I think, more situations where you... It would give you a lot more insight to where you'd never probably need to use it after a while because you'd go in there brutally honest. Say it was the, we'll use a hypothetical. We'll use yours. Say you were a little too hungover, still too drunk, showed up to work and ran into something with the truck. Mine. What? I I mean, (laughs) where the hell did I do that? Use your job, the landscaping job. You, you, Wrecked the landscaping truck like, on the way in. I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And the backstory behind <laughs> it is, is you'd been out drinking too long or something like that. Right. Right. And when you woke up, you were still hammered. And you went yeah, to work and, you went to work. Yeah. You, you did everything wrong. You go in there. And so, of course, you're not going to, in most situations, if you have neither of these, you're not going to be like, yeah, boss, I, uh, I was just too fucked up and probably still drunk when I got in the car and I didn't see the kid on the bike and no one just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't see the homeless guy on the sidewalk. Well, why were you on the sidewalk for in the first place? Did you see totally veering off this? Did you see the the picture the we had this I wouldn't call it a storm, but because it got icy and we got a lot of transplants and just... It was plenty enough of a storm to fuck all the Idafornians. Yeah. Did you see the truck that ended up on the house? Like, on top of the house? I want to say in Nampa or Oh, the guy that fucking dropped her down in the old ditch there and then hit the fucking road that comes up (laughs) and used it like a jump and landed it. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen that. I was like, holy shit. Okay, you have a moment like that, dude. And you're standing, now it's the company truck. You're standing in front of the boss. Now, you're going to be thinking of every excuse of why that wasn't your fault, right? You're going in going, you know, (laughs) you know, boss, I don't know what happened. I was just driving. I must have hit an ice patch. You know, we had a little bit of rain last night. It got a little frozen. I don't know what happened. We ended up in in that ditch. And next thing I know, I'm on the roof of the the house. I don't know. No, you would walk into that story and you'd be like, you know what, boss? I was so fucking drunk last night. I got in the truck lit this morning. I was doing 95. Yeah, I know we had rain and it froze. Well, if that goddamn California hadn't pulled in front of me and hit his brakes, we would have been fine. But man, I hit that black ice. I probably slid about 50 feet, tried to turn into the skid, but ended up in the ditch. And God, I didn't know you could jump a truck that far. But, but don't worry, boss. I'm okay. You got insurance, right? Yeah, right. That's where you walk in with a six-pack and you set it down on the table and you go, you know, let's just pick this back up where I left off. Huh? 
<laughs> but here's why I'd say rewind because that would be the most honest statement you could have, right? Just well, and then you... you could turn around and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never hit a house. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then when he lights you up, you know, you go through it, you hit the rewind and now you know where he's going and you can at least navigate the lie because somewhere in there, if you're that honest, they're going to be that honest back to you. I can tell you at this point, if you were midair looking at the shingles on a house, you better be hitting fucking rewind before you get there. And I can tell you right now, I'm not walking into the boss's office or even making the phone call before I hit the rewind button and do a whole fuck a lot slower around that next corner. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck. Shit, burn, oh, ditch, roof, rewind, you know. <laughs> but that brings up my next great point of why rewind would be better than pause. In the fact that the situations of that, that would be your kid about to get hit, you could rewind. You're this about, but not only that. Yeah, but about you would, to get hit, you can hit pause. You can, but here's the, the child. Thing. Move them out of the way. God, God damn it. You should have listened. And then hit play again. And, you know, bus goes by. Here's the thing about that where rewind's better than pause. You get to let the play- scenario play out. And then, and then you get to. Because it. you don't know what's collateral damage. What is it when you go to reach for the kid at pause? Say your wife was running at the same time. Now at pause, you go over there, pull the kid out of the way. Now your wife just steps in front of the truck. I'm just I this mean, could get a whole lot worse because I'm sure there are people who be like, "We'll move the kid. Where's the wife? Where's the wife? yeah? You know, they grab the wife, put her out. You know, I can see this being a whole lot worse for oh, some people. Yeah, the I mean, you could go either way, but I think I would. After thinking about, it, I'd rather have rewind and I'd get to see all the possible scenarios and that would be the fun of it because yeah you can read the situation but then you could knowing you could rewind you could walk in and just have a little fun with it at the same time okay i'm gonna get yelled at by whoever my boss my buddy my wife my girlfriend my whatever so you can go play the situation however you want or if you've got instead of the bottle it up you get to walk in unload right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you can yeah. rewind and be like no no i'm fine it's all good fuck yeah i like i'm all in for rewind because then i get to play out every scenario i want and i can continue to tweak it just go back and tweak it again and tweak it again yeah i guess that would be i mean ideal i still i and i think either one of them would be great rather than not having either one of them <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if I don't get the option, I just randomly get one, I'll take either. Yeah, oh yeah. But I'm going to be a whole lot more on my toes with the pause button now than I will be with the rewind, because I can be like, well, fuck, here we go. We're going to rewind a fucking funeral. <laughs> God, getting a little tired watching their head pop off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Fuck, we got to go back again. But in the same sense, can you imagine how fucked up you could make the world with either one of these? Right? Like, you hit pause. But it has that butterfly effect where when you hit pause, certain things were happening. Like, the birds flying south 
right? You hit pause, right? Everything stops. But who's to say everything stops? You know, oh, like it, right? Like the weather's just like, yeah, fuck you, you know, <laughs> or whatever. So then these birds that are flying south now freeze in midair. And then you hit play, and all of a sudden, all these fucking birds fall out of the sky, <laughs> you well, know? That that then goes back to probably why, if these powers were real to be had, we're not allowed to have them by whatever power is greater right. than us, because they're right. like, no, they have not evolved to the point where they can right. handle this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they I do mean, not can... understand the consequences. Because think about, like, rewind, right? You go through it all, and then you rewind. And then you go through it all again, and then you rewind. But then eventually, somebody's got like it sticks in their brain, almost like when you rewind and and re videotape over footage, right? Right. And eventually, now you have you sitting in two different places. Well, it, I can in somebody's s- memory. They're like, I swear to God, we talked about him flying a truck through a barn. Are are we sure that's not what deja vu is? We've just been, how many times have we been rewound? Right, exactly. You know, there's some greater good out there like, oh, fuck, rewind. Rewind, nope, you go over here, you do that, we can't have this. I think it's, goddammit, those two are still at it. How do they keep (laughs) producing stuff? I swear to God, I put a stop to this, I don't know how many times. (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, I, I still think pause would be a good one because I'd like to see how if I could catch it or if it was going to bite me in the ass. No, I, I mainly because I also don't do things like fly pickups through root house roof. Well, <laughs> you know? right. It not only that, but you could still change the scenario by pausing it, getting out of the truck, walking up there and being like, okay, so here we got this coming down the road and doing this and this car. And okay. So if I shoot 12 more feet to the right, <laughs> We'll miss the house. Trucks fucked, trailers fucked, but we're missing the house. <laughs> I think of how many bar fights I would start with pause. Because oh I God, would. Could you imagine how many of them you would stop with pause, hit pause, and then move the fuck out of the way of the haymaker right hand, hit play, and dude punches his buddy in the face? Oh, well, that's what I mean. I'd be <laughs> jockeying people around, right? You know? talk mad shit to the biggest one of the biggest guys in the bar right right he's about to hit you he's winding up and you hit the pause button then you find the second biggest dude in the bar and you slide him over as you watch him punch it as you exit the door yeah well and see like with rewind in that scenario some guys are just ready to fight it doesn't matter you there's nothing you could have done to change it i would and you rewind which would just put you in a slightly different location. But if you're the target, you're the target. So pause, at least then you can pause, move over, you know, and like kind of exit the scenario or like don't put anything in his way. Just click play and watch him swing in midair. Just fucking haymaker, nothing. I would slide them all over to a wall. So they just hit like a door frame the or a wall. Bouncer. Oh, right. They hit the fucking bouncer. Slide them over, like just pick them up, walk over, put them next to the bouncer, and fucking hit play and <laughs> punches the bouncer in the fucking chest. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you could have, again, I to me, it's a great question because you could have so much fun with either one. Oh, yeah. That it would be hard to pick, but I'm still, I'm sticking. I'm going to go rewind because I want all the scenarios. I want to know how. Because I do think that leads you later into leader. Well, <laughs> well, that leads you into later. You you do it enough, you would 
you would start to be able to see all the potential scenarios of any situation. So how you navigated things, you typically probably wouldn't need rewind. You'd learn to read all those situations even better because you'd know what the outcomes are. But again, I think to rewind would give you a, a way better clue into a lot of people's personalities because with rewind, you could walk up and say the most fucked up things to people just to see how they responded, then you could dial it back and just go on about your day. Maybe not even walk up to them, but now you know. See, as a manager, that'd be a good deal because then you'd know how you can, how to reprimand or how to fix something. So I get that. Yeah. Well, so when you walked up and you said, you're going to be the janitor now. And they're about to go ballistic, and you quickly learn which Pulling one. Pulling a gun and start yeah, shooting people. Like, You're like, okay, so we're just going to fire his ass, but and, not today because he's got a nine mil in his pocket. Right. And <laughs> mental note, when we do fire his ass, we are calling the cops beforehand. Right, right. <laughs> How'd you know he had a truck full of dynamite? dynamite. Yeah. yeah. No shit. <laughs> well... You got to come up with another good one for next week. Yeah, we'll try to come up with and something. And we better. want your input. Not just the would you rathers. Any input. Emails, calls. Well, maybe well, not don't calls. don't call me. Text. I mean, if, if you have my number, sure. Call yeah. me and give me an idea. But I didn't say, even if you have my number, don't call me. Text me. Yeah, I don't answer phone calls. Text works better. <laughs> but uh, I think that probably puts us in a good spot to wrap up this episode. So yep. that is what we'll do again. Um, oh, we have to put a little bit more emph- emphasis on this. If you're listening to us in Germany, there we have a we have a two percent that is listening to us in Germany. Uh, we would really like to know more as to what got you to listening to us, and you know any of that. So if you hear us and you are in Germany. Reach out to us. Yeah, reach out. Facebook, email, whatever. We just, we're really curious as to things. (laughs) Yes. Well, we've had some new areas pop up in the analytics that I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. But they're all still within the U.S. US, Well, we had somebody in Pittsburgh pop up. I was like, wow. How do we pull that one off? (laughs) I mean, because we got a little bit of our potato country audience which is awesome i yeah, mean yeah. but when you get these random ones kind of in spots that you're like how did how did what about it made you click and say eh, i'll listen to this that's what fascinates us but yeah we want as much audience interaction uh in the coming time we're we're working on to where we'll we have youtube but um it's just posting the audio episodes but we're working on video and all of that so just uh, stick with us along this ride. And again, we want everybody to be a part of it. So we take whatever input we can get. Yep. Um, even if it's you just want to tell us we suck. Right, right. And I mean, it's a say, we'll try to do what we can to suck less. Yes. <laughs> we'll attempt to suck less. That doesn't mean we'll get better. It just means we'll we'll be a, a little less bad the next time around. Hopefully. <laughs> but again, we appreciate you all. And good night.